Welcome to Negotiating Happiness, the show that helps you find happiness, success, and balance in your work and life. I'm Adriana Fierster, your host for this journey into entrepreneurship and personal growth. We're broadcasting live on 107.7 and 105.3 FM in New Orleans as part of the United Public Radio Network. We explore the latest strategies, insights, and stories from successful entrepreneurs and experts. From managing stress to building a thriving business, we've got you covered. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Monday, June 12th, and I am Adriana, your host of Negotiating Happiness, and I am here with Laura Lee uh, Potvin. Um, thank you so much for everyone tuning in. We are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network at 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. And please check us out on our on our network. There are a ton of shows that are also live on Roku TV. Um, if you don't get a chance to tune in with us uh, today, right now, uh, please uh, log into YouTube or Facebook or Twitch and catch our replays or even SoundCloud if you're just driving and uh, want to um, catch up on our episode here. I am so excited. Thank you so much, Laura Lee, for agreeing to come on. She um, is one of the uh, hosts of two other shows on this network, which is um, amazing. Big fan. Um, she is a Canadian. Clar- I, I remember. <laughs> no, no. I just, <laughs> I'm just doing the, I'm just doing the summary that we had. Um, okay. You're a Canadian clairvoyant medium, crystal Reiki master, energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, medical intuitive, spiritual teacher, mentor, internet radio host, podcaster, humanitarian activist, and registered nurse. Um, Laura Lee is also very knowledgeable about the paranormal, having lived in an extremely haunted home for 11 years. Um, And she also shared her story on the Travel Channel's Paranormal Survivor in Season 4, Episode 9, called Demonic Hauntings. And there is a link to her episode in our summary. If you just wanted to go to the description, um, you could definitely check it out there. I've watched it. It is wild. I highly recommend if you're um, into that stuff to watch it. And um, Laura Lee is also the host of The Angel Rock, which airs on Mondays, uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And she's also the co-host of The Thing at the Foot of the Bed, which airs on Thursday nights, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time with David Hansel on the UPRN um, out of New Orleans, Louisiana. So, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, what a mouthful. That's why I said That's okay, I enjoy doing that. <laughs> well, thank you for having me to, uh, here. I'm really excited. I'm uh, I'm so excited that um, you have the opportunity to come on and tell us all about your amazing gifts. Um, first and foremost, obviously, you are a successful entrepreneur and we want to learn. And also, I want to kind of, um, you know, open up this space of entrepreneurship to some of the industries that are not as well known or that there's maybe taboos around them because here we talk about everything we talk about the good the bad the ugly the great the happy the sad so I want I want you to tell us um everything that like I'm sure you get a lot of um negative Nellies here and there that like to chime in (laughs) I want you to educate us. I want you to show us the wonderful uh, industry that you're in that I'm also super interested in. Okay. So I always say I never went looking for the paranormal. The paranormal found me, but it's been around me my whole life. Even as a registered nurse, I worked, I always say I've been so deeply blessed to be there hundreds of times at the beginning of life when babies are born, including being a mother myself. Um, And I worked in the NICU, maternal, newborn, labor and delivery. And then I went out into the community before even quality assurance was a thing. It was sort of just coming out the church. How old I am? (laughs) I'm going to be (laughs) No. <laughs> but so I did a lot of, lot of quality assurance here in Canada. One of the oldest community visiting nursing programs here or companies, I guess, is Victorian Order of Nurses, who I worked for. And um, so I did a lot of technical stuff like setting up central lines, came on the home and what have you. But one of my really wonderful things that I loved was um, palliative care and being there at the end of life 
and I still am very passionate about that. And I always say I've been so deeply, deeply blessed to be there at the end of life as somebody's loved one, usually my patient as well, uh, transitions as I call it going back home. I've also studied near-death experiences for over 40 years, professionally as well as personally, and I believe I've had a near-death experience as a toddler. Now, why do I share all this? What does this have to do with spiritual business? What it, I guess what I'm trying to say is that a lot of unexplained, unusual things happening during my nursing career. I ended up hurting my back. I had a patient. I went, it was an old trailer park here. I live in Thunder Bay in Northwestern Ontario. I always tell people kind of almost in the middle of Canada. It's about six and a half hours um, north of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And uh, I went in the side door of this trailer and the patient, I went in for a dressing and I always say it's not my job to judge, but it was like a little hoarder house, a trailer, oh. a little trail to go do the dressing. And I asked if I could go through the front door. It was closer to my car. And he said, absolutely. And I always carried a big bag. There's a reason why I'm telling all this to get to business stuff. No, for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm interested. I'm booked. <laughs> what happened was I stepped out and there was a rug and he had a giant hole in the front landing of his steps. And I fell through and shattered all the discs in my back. Life oh, changed wow. in an instant. Um, oh. I plan to go back to be a nurse practitioner and medical school, and I've never been able to return back to work. This was years ago. I had a little one, 15 months old at the time. He's now an adult. And life changed. So I, what happened was I've always had a very active mind, and I was literally almost bedridden for 20 years with with the back issue and uh, you being a mom of a little one yourself, can you imagine laying there? And I had in-home daycare. My husband at the time had brought him out. We ended up finally settling on going to daycare center, but had, I couldn't do him anything. I couldn't look after him. TV got old very quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I started looking at what can I still do while I'm laying on my back here and be mm -hmm. able to um, keep my mind busy and keep learning and keep growing. So I did a lot of research actually into a lot of different businesses and I looked into you know, I've always believed that if you love what you do, it, it it's never a job, right? Mm -hmm. When you're excited to get up every morning and do what you're doing and connect with the rest of the world and be passionate about what you're doing. So that's kind of where I went with things. And I looked into a lot of different opportunities that I never would have looked at. I uh, taught myself now a days we'd laugh at it. But back in the it's about 2008, 2010, I built my own website. I taught myself um, computer programming language. It's, it's ancient amazing. now. I will tell you that. Um, I also learned how to format computers and I won an iPhone, believe it or not. I'm going to tell you all these things kind of led me to all this stuff. That's I amazing. Before it came to Canada, they were in the U.S., didn't have a clue what I was doing and ended up through research and looking, was able to get it working and actually did a podcast before podcasting was called podcast <laughs> three guys from across Canada talking about technical things. But where my passion was, and it always has been, is creating. Like I have to be using my hands. I can walk in a store and see oh, this, 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 and then see it as a picture in my mind what to create. So that's where I started looking at the business things. Like what could I do still? Right. Like how could I contribute still to society, to society where I would feel useful still feel joyful about what i'm doing and it kind of led me to that's where the web programming came in i made my own website and what have you um i started creating dog accessories and pet accessories and jewelry and what have you so that's kind of where my interest started going and looking into different business standards and and you know how do you attract the audience that you want and so on and so forth long story to get to the answer but <laughs> No, that's amazing. Um, I just like, it's amazing how necessity drives you to your passions. And I feel like sometimes people don't understand that it's like everything happens for a reason. But if you, if you purposely, you know, look too hard, you'll miss it. It's like you're, you get off at the wrong exit, right? So mm -hmm. you could have easily spiraled down and just been like okay I guess this is this is it for me and yeah. you didn't yeah. 
Yeah, and you did it. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. um, you could have easily just went, okay, what is the first job that I can do to provide? That's it, right? But instead, you took that extra step, you you found the resources, you did things that were scary at the time. Not everybody was podcasting, not everybody was, you know, doing their own websites, not everybody was coding, not every, mm -hmm. it's amazing. And mm -hmm. it also, it just shows you too, how quickly things can change once you, in a second, mm -hmm. like in a second, in a second, mm -hmm. all this could go away. Right. So I, it's, it's an amazing story. I think and, it's how you look at it though. I want to add one thing. Okay. So I yeah. had my, I was always told I'd never have children and we went through quite a process I actually right. also ran I'm not, it sounds like I'm making all this stuff up I promise I'm not <laughs> I, I also supported um, an infertility support group before I seriously hurt my back because it was quite yeah. a journey to get pregnant with my first son my second son you, people will think this is crazy um, I was getting acupuncture for my back and all of a sudden everything seemed to be working properly. And I remember asking the therapist coming to my home, could, could I get pregnant with this? And she said, well, I'm not training you for that, but possibly. And I literally went to see a back specialist. I remember this. He's supposed to be one of the best in Canada at the time. And him telling me um, that we're moving forward a little bit here. So I would have been, my eldest would have been almost two. And I was in Ottawa. And he's telling me that basically my life was over as I knew it. I was wow. never going back to nursing. And I, burst out bawling and I'm not a crier and he goes well that's weird because I've never seen somebody cry me telling them they don't have to go back to work and I was like I loved what I did but even right. more so what was heartbreaking is he said you'll never <coughs> ever ever be able to have another child again enjoy the one that you have because that's basically all you'll ever have well guess what I was pregnant with my second son when I was there mm -hmm. and looking back and I think this is a lesson we can all take regardless of what field we're in or what business is I look back now, I never knew I was going to have my last child and second. Uh, he's got severe autism. And looking back now, I have seen many a parent in my field and many professional fields that have had to quit their profession to right. stay home with this child. Because I mean, the school calls eight, 10 times a day. If there's something wrong with their, your child or they're acting up, you've got to either go calm them down or bring them home. Mm -hmm. And I looked back and I went, you know what? I think there was a bigger plan for this because I was able to be there for him. Am I making the money it would be as a nurse? No, but I had a regular pension coming in every month and it allowed me to be there and I needed to be there. But I think there's a lesson to take from that, that when we go through some really difficult, awful things, like, like life, life had changed in an instant and you look back and you go, Hey, I know why that happened. Like that, right. that, there was a blessing in that. I didn't know I was going to have this child with severe, you know, right. disability, a severe disability. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a lot too. That's very overwhelming to, to try and plan around it. But like you said, it's, it's amazing what mindset can do. Like you're such a positive person and you're mm -hmm. saying, you know, it, the universe provided in the most unusual and painful way, but it provided for what I needed. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, I don't even, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. You're running a business. Well, people say you know. that. Can I answer that for you quickly? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I don't say this with any sarcasm or any unkindness in any way. And I appreciate when people say that, but I don't have a choice. Right. And I love, I this know, saying. I know, no, but I, I love this saying, and it says, you never know how strong you can be until strength is the only thing you've got. Yeah. And it's, it's like, look at that sweet little person you have in your life. There is nothing I guarantee you that the world could tell you about that little person that would change the way you feel about them or you're going to make it work. You're going to deal with it. You, you do. For you sure. To. For mm -hmm. sure. But it, what I'm saying is, is like, of course, your love as a mother is always going to come first. Always. I don't have a doubt in my mind about that. I just mm -hmm. mean like. You're so ambitious and you run your own business mm -hmm. and you have two radio shows. Like, again, like I'm just using you as an example because we had this episode about, um, you know, the power of positive thinking kind of situation. I embrace it. Yes. Right. And you just full on 
like decide that uh, this doesn't mean that I can limit myself in other areas, right? This doesn't mean that I don't have time to develop on the things that I love doing or the things that do provide for my family or my love for my kids and the time that I get to spend with them, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. And I say this to all the entrepreneurs that I talk to, I I have a lot of mom friends that are my age and we're all new, we're all Mm -hmm. learning and And I say, I know a ton of women who started businesses like yourself when it wasn't that common to do that. We are now benefiting from that, right? Where we are able, it's not, it's not that, it's not as uncommon to hear, oh, you're a young mom and you're running a business. Like you should stay home. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't always happen now. Plus, you know what? You didn't have kids to have somebody else raise them. And I get it. You don't have a choice. Like I hated that I had to especially send my second one to daycare when I'm home, but he needed to be socialized with the autism, right? Right. So it's not cheap. So if you could have the best of both worlds and what I like about you, and and I've told you this, I've called you, talked about you on my own show everywhere. (laughs) You have liquid gold with this show teaching people I believe how to work smarter and not harder and especially as a mom with young kids and even though my youngest is 25 he is very much with no disrespect like a that precocious age of five to seven I can't leave him alone I gotta do his cooking I do all his personal care I mean everything you do for a child that age I he still plays with toys he still believes in Santa and I mean he's just such a blessing but where I'm going with this is that this is a, I think for people like with what you share and you really give away liquid gold with this show that I think, especially as women, because we do take on the bulk of everything we do, whether we want to or not, we do. And I'm not that <laughs> single parents that are dads out there that do the same. Yeah. But, but the point is to be able to find shows like your own or to be able to take some of the, this information that you've had the people on that are, that are sharing what they're doing or yourself that it re- you really can have it all. You really, mm-hmm. really can. And mm-hmm. the one thing I keep hearing, and this is coming from spirit, you'll hear me say that being a clairvoyant medium, is stay away from Pinterest, especially young, young moms. I mean, I love Pinterest, don't get me wrong. And I know spirit's being facetious because we're always comparing ourselves to what we see others doing, like our right. Instagram <laughs> or wherever, right? And something I learned, because I didn't have a choice it when I was younger, was... The dust is always going to be there. The laundry is always going to be there. You know, do the fun things that you need to do if you've got to provide a living for your family, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Nobody cares. Your kid doesn't go to university and they ask, did you grow up in a messy house? Like, was there fingerprint? <laughs> I'm serious. It doesn't matter. Like, you don't I'm laughing. I'm laughing because house, but... <laughs> I'm laughing because you can't see this in the frame, but I've got. Yeah. Two loads of unfolded laundry beside my hey, desk. Right right yeah, but they've been sitting there probably for about two days. I'm not even lying to you. I think <laughs> it's so this funny is that you so said that. It's so important to hear this, or what I yeah. always say, because people think when you're positive, I really do try to walk the walk of the talk of the talk that I do, I say. Yeah. But you know, people think that I have a pet unicorn in the background and, and, you know, rainbows floating around and everything. I have the same problems as everybody else. And oh, I think sure. that's what people forget is we want to measure ourselves with what we see on social media. And I embrace social media. I think it's a great tool for media, um, for business marketing, you know, what ones to use and what our target audience is, but we have to stop comparing ourselves to what we see out there. None of that is real. Yeah. It's not. And when you say, Oh, I was just going to have one other thing I was going to say. I'll say to people, do you know that people have the same issues and they think about the same things as what you think about? Mm -hmm. And so many people are shocked and it's true. They just put on a different face, right? Sorry, you were going to say something. No, I was going to add to your point about how it's all fake. I was just talking to somebody that is looking to open up their own um, consulting business. And I was just saying, so let's not forget that these influencers will literally rent out mansions just to create content. And you think that they live there when in reality, they live in the suburbs just like you. You know, they go to the same grocery store and believe it or not some people still coupon you know when I was on mat leave I was couponing oh I, um, I don't know, yeah you know like 
it's funny how you see that kind of stuff and you're like, or, or you don't realize how close in proximity they are to you. You know, like you have influencers who's like, oh my God, they're, they're like, we literally go to the same grocery store. And, and people don't, don't think about that. They think that they must have such a like a glitter fairy, like yachts and parties all the time. And I'm like, no, I think they like, I think they're giving you what you want to see. I think they're giving you what you would like to think that you want. But it's so funny because for myself, I never wanted that. Like no, if you if you ask me, and that might be my that might be my fault. You know how you say, like, if you don't want something bad enough, you're not gonna get it. Or like if you're talking about manifesting, just like oh, just imagine yourself already in there. Honestly, I imagine myself traveling. I don't imagine myself doing anything else. I don't care what car I drive. I don't care. Like, I do I, would yeah. I like a big, like I live in a townhouse smack dab in the middle of the road. Would I, I like live a in a townhouse. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, would I like a bigger, like just, just a little bit of a bigger, bigger like house? Yeah, sure. Would I, do I ever picture myself in a mansion? Absolutely not. Like, it's so funny what, well, you think that uh, those people on the other side of the screen do, but they rent fast cars just to do content. Mm -hmm. They rent mansions. Or just to do ask content. people on the street. I've seen videos of that. Yeah. Like, do you mind if I just take a picture with your Maserati or your Lambo so that I can put it up? Yes. On the floor? Yes. Oh, my God. Or no, okay, what I've seen. You know, we're going to tell you, you, know, tell you where, where I really learned where things were fake. Where? And I'm not saying with this with any lack of gratitude in any way. Uh, one of our regular, my regular followers, Zach Mans here. I just gave him a oh. shout out. He said hi to Zach. He said he's popping in quick to say there hi. There we go. Hi, Zach Man. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. I know you've ran into him in my chat. He's I've, awesome. I've ran into him in your chat and also in Mich on Michelle's show as well. Oh, yeah. He's supporting yes. us. <laughs> him and I have had, have had, um, so funny. We've, 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 we've had conversations through comments. <laughs> Oh, he's yeah. awesome and super yeah. knowledgeable. He's even yeah. filled in in the first year. I'm going to my fourth year anniversary here. I think it's the end of this month at UPRN. And uh, in the, my first year, he's even filled in when I've had a guest cancel because I've known him for so long. We had great conversations. He's so interesting to talk to. Yeah. But I was going to say where I found out where things are really fail, uh, fake and without a lack of gratitude. When we told... Um, paranormal survivor about her story i'd contacted them and yeah. said you know do you think you could get down to toronto in the next week or two and i said let me see if i can find a seat sale because i said it's pretty expensive to fly last minute as you know living in canada mm -hmm. depending mm -hmm. on where you're going and i told her our story and she said uh they basically helped us. They don't normally do that because they wanted to hear our story. So they interviewed us for six hours, right? I brought pictures. I signed, um, everybody signed releases, the whole bit, right? Um, the story that they told is not, is not even close to what happened with what we went through. The only thing I would say is close is the ending that it really did happen oh, that way. Okay. Now, did they lie? No, but they have a story to tell in only so much time. They embellished. They embellished. Well, they right? didn't quite embellish. No, but they made it sound like it all happened one after another. Mm. And like even the psychic that was in there, I'm not going to be giving anything away. But if people see this, they have reenactment. So everything I said and my partner Dal said was true. Mm -hmm. But they, um, and the first time we watched it, we laughed. I'm sorry we did because there's, um, it was a female psychic actually that had come to our house, the first person locally, but she didn't want to be a part of it. We respected it. So they sure. had one key and what have you. So yeah. in the show, for example, and if you ever watch this, can you see what I'm talking about? Okay. So there's a girl playing me and she's mm -hmm. so over the top like so over the top I, w I was and we didn't talk to anybody like the first time you saw that is like when we saw it when it came out we had no idea yeah. what they were doing. yeah so she's in the bedroom and the male psychics in there going demon be gone be gone <laughs> like he's being so cheesy and then all of a sudden he gets this look on his face and he like looks at the girl playing me looks at her and then runs out the door and it's not radio friendly but i basically said to my partner Del, it kind of looks like you said bye i'll say biatch i'm out of here you're on your own like you could <laughs> <laughs> like a ballerina dance the girl was doing and like it did not happen that way <laughs> no and you know what's funny this is liquid gold for anybody that watches 
uh, the paranormal shows, this is the standard. This is not the exception. Mm -hmm. This is the standard. And I have to say, because I've been on an episode of Haunted Case Files with Michelle. And I have to say, like, so everybody there was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, they're amazing. And I remember sitting in the chair and they're asking me questions that are very, like, dramatic because they mm-hmm. want a dramatic response you want me to cry and i never yes. cry. like I, never. I was i was like were you afraid that you were gonna die and i wanted to what? be like i was with michelle i've yeah. been doing this for a long time i'm like no i was not yeah and i was just like yeah it was pretty scary i was just like oh my god i'm like stop trying to elicit so much drama and fear but this is true they do this and but you this never is with this this point so what we see yeah out there and then yeah. you know it, even back when i was younger i was anorexic for two years you know like as a teenager you know i'm a bigger girl i'm tall i'm I've always been bigger and you're seeing all these little waves on, on magazines and you're measuring yourself against this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And there's a saying I heard and I really try to remember it. And the only person we should be measuring ourselves against is ourselves the day before trying to improve on that. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what anybody else is doing. You also don't know, the other problems that come with the certain lifestyle that they Absolutely. live that you don't, you just never see on Instagram, right? Do I post the things when I'm mad or sad? No. And I do that on purpose okay. because I'm I think, <laughs> because I think you're just attracting more of that stuff. And I just mm-hmm. don't need that in my life. Do I post? So I have two pages, like my personal and my business on my business. I try to keep it business. Sometimes yeah. I find little funny things. I'm like, okay, this would be appropriate for a business setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, like it's a, it's my personal brand. So I would, I do kind of try and embed like little bits of personality yeah. in there because you're buying from the person. You're not just buying from my resume. Okay. Nobody asks for your resume in this space. They ask no, for your experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody asks for your grades. Nobody cares. You know, like it's about what you do and how you do it and how you come across to people. Right. So that's why social yeah. media is so important. The other part is, my personal, I will post my child like all the time. If you don't like it, you don't have to follow me, but that is my personal space. It's also private. So like if I, if you're not on my list, you're not seeing it. So it, it, and even on that, I don't post, like sometimes I will really identify with certain causes, you know, if yeah. it's like dog rescuing or yeah, when, oh yeah. when, you know, a lot of unfortunate events have happened um, around, mm-hmm. you know, um, things of race and discrimination and human rights. Sometimes I will post some of that because I think it's important to show that even us regular people care about it and do see it and it does affect. And I think being quiet sometimes does more damage than anything. So I do try and participate in that way. It's a right? Right. It's a platform, even though it's a closed platform, it's a platform. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I don't, ask me how many times I've been frustrated or how many things are going wrong in my business or, or on my personal life. I will not post that because it doesn't do anybody any good, including myself. I'm just prolonging the healing process. Do you know I, what have I, mean? to, I have to agree with you hundred percent. And I, like I always say, I try to remind myself I'm not a perfect. I'm, but when, you know, I say it's not my job to judge, but the thing is, and we all know them, like they literally have gone to the bathroom and told you what they've done in the bathroom or everything <laughs> they've had or every argument. Do you or remember the what? Facebook statuses of so-and-so is watching TV? <laughs> You're like, I don't need to know. I've been on Facebook since it started. <laughs> I had a friend tell me about it. It was one page, like just one page. That's all it was. Yeah. And yes. And I see people putting that on there and you know, I I've had, I've done shows about this and I'm not, I always, you know, people come on and do all these quotes and I always, you know, I think like, I want to hear your own words, but these are things I've talked about. It's, um, and the reason I said that is there, it's a meme and it says, think, and it's got five letters down the side and T is it thoughtful H is it hot, helpful? I, is it informative and is it necessary? And K is it kind? And if not, right. maybe think twice about posting this. And the reason what, like my profile it was personal no longer is because there's so many people on there. And so what I, my rule of thumb is I, if I wouldn't tell somebody a perfect stranger about something, 
I don't post it on my profile. But I don't have young kids. If I had young kids, yes, I would absolutely be doing what you're doing. You want to celebrate right. your little ones. And you know, it's such a beautiful record of when they're my kid's age and you go back and look and think, oh my gosh, I forgot they were doing this and that. But people that put this out here and they don't realize that, and I'm going to get a little woo-woo here, as I call it, a light worker field. I love but it. I love it. Like attracts like energy. And I think it's important to understand some of these things when, when we are talking business, because if you're going to put nothing but negativity out there, whether you believe in that or not, you, I, I have a BS, a bachelor's of science in nursing. So I always like to go back to science and, you know, everything is energy. And when we understand that like attracts, like you are going to keep attracting more of that negativity. What we put out there comes back to us. So really believe it. I'm really glad that you're saying this and I'm really glad that you're also relating it back to not only spirituality, but to science, because we did mm -hmm. have one of our episodes where we talked about this and where we talked about how, how to basically get yourself out of this funk, right? Like how to pick yourself up because again, embracing failure, that was one of the, one of the other episodes that, that I'm thinking of where it's going to happen how you deal with it will make Absolutely. the most difference. And I think you're such a great example in mm -hmm. this positive mindset that you've got going, even when it's bad and when it's good, right? Because mm -hmm. when it's good, you don't want to be like, oh my gosh, I'm the best, right? You're mm -hmm. not like that. You're not that kind of person. And I love to see, I love like, that's such a great, um, I feel like so many people need that think method. <laughs> before they start I post posting online because you know what I say quickly is yeah if people don't want to see my my child on there first of all I really believe it's called your personal profile for a reason right Just it's my page invitation for people to come in and crap all over it and put word vomit I'm sorry but it's not if you right. don't like it scroll right on by you can delete me you can block me or you know what go to your own page and have a rant I don't want your crap on my page I'm sorry that's fine that's fine. And you know what's funny? It it, it really shows you um you you have, that's when the universe gives you the opportunity to remove anybody from your life that does not serve you. Mm -hmm. So during COVID, I have to say, I don't even know if I can, you know, the uh, everybody was having a rough time during the pandemic. That is a fact, right? But mm -hmm. during that, social media was a madhouse because everything was either in the process of getting censored or already being censored beyond belief. And now it's kind of, I think, slowed down a little bit, but not quite depending on the platform, which also is huge because it does impact business and marketing and how you can market things. Especially if you, if yeah. you were one of those businesses that were catering f to the efforts of the pan of the pandemic to try to get out and whatnot. And on my personal page, people just felt like they could post their own personal opinion about it. And mm -hmm. I, at the time I'm like, I was, that was not an invitation. This was a way it's for me to like, an invitation. it's not I an invitation. So that's when you boot them out. That's when you, you say this does not serve my purpose and my life on my personal page. You're out. And you know what? My, my list got lighter and then I never had to worry about it. Do you know what I mean? And then you, you go like back to the boundaries, like how you started mm -hmm. the show. You said, like, are you, do you get negativity? And I yeah. knew we get around back to this. Topic, <laughs> okay? So, okay. So, no, I don't get a lot of negative people. And the reason why is, and we get back to boundaries. Mm -hmm. And this is okay to have boundaries. Like I said at the beginning, there's a difference between having empathy. And I'm still learning this. I'm not, I, the universe keeps bringing it back to, for me to keep, make sure I've really learned this. As right. well as, you know, like enabling people. So, or feeling guilt. Like I, I always say we don't just give birth to a baby. We give birth to guilt. I swear to God we do as a mom. <laughs> it never goes away, right? But I think it's anybody, right? Especially if you are an empath or real a really empathetic person. And, yeah. you know, you get a lot of guilt about, well, maybe they're going through something and, you know, I, I, I just don't want to cut them off or whatever, but right, no, you have right. that right. And I often think about this, this question I ask myself and I don't say it with, cause I get people messaging me all day long and I appreciate that. I really, really do. But when people are having problems, they'll dump it on me always, always, always. And I'm getting to the point now where I, 
I, I have to put them at arm's length because I've never invited that. I've never asked for it. And I've thought, you know, why would I contact this person if I was having an issue? No. And no. then I start to think, well, maybe they don't have anybody else or something, but it's like, you know what I find? I just usually just give them the space and eventually they'll figure it out themselves because that mm -hmm. would be kind of enabling them, right? If I jumped in there right away, well, this is this and this is that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, that's 100% right. Um, before we move on, I have so many more questions for you. I just want to do a quick station ID since Absolutely. we're about halfway through. Um, so for those just tuning in, you're listening to Negotiating Happiness. And I'm your host, Adriana, and I am joined today by Laura Lee Potvin. Um, and we are live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. And you will also find us streaming on all popular platforms, um, including uh, for other shows on the network. Uh, you'll see us on Roku TV as well. So check us out there if that's that's your preferred um, way of staying in touch. We're just talking about anything in, um, from, you know, entrepreneurship, parenting, boundaries, social media, and uh, getting little bits of, you know, um, golden information about the paranormal industry and what it's like to run a business in there from Laura Lee. So again, thank you so much for joining us here. Um, okay. I was just going to say, um, why don't you explain a little bit about um, crystal Reiki energy? Because I myself, I'm not familiar in it. And I'm, and I, I'm wondering if there are other people that are in the same boat because, I mean, I've heard of Reiki and I've heard about the origin story, but tell us what you're, what you're, uh, what you're. I'm glad you gave me the opportunity because we were talking a little bit about it before yeah. going on air. Yeah. And the thing is, I keep saying this and I do need to do this is make a video to show people what it's yes. all about. So let me grab this guy. We'll grab him. No, I don't okay. use this. I don't, you don't need to be in front of me. Again, going back to science and you can look this up, especially when we get into quantum physics and things like that, they will be able to prove to you there is no difference whether someone's in front of you or halfway across the world when we're working with energy. Okay. Right. So normally I'll draw a picture, but we have. So you do this remotely just to make it clear. Yeah, you do this remotely. remotely. Yes. Remotely. Right. And it's not, right. it's effective. You will find it's effective. I've got lots of testimonials. We can talk about that. I know we will talk about it at the end of the show, but lots yeah. of testimonials and things like that. So what it is, is okay. So we have seven invisible energy centers running along our mid core, if you will. And what crystal Reiki is, is I have 15 different Reiki symbols that I use. Okay. But when someone comes to see me and I warn them, it's going to be long the first time you come see me. So you're going to tell me why you're coming to see me. I do a little bit of a history with you, what have you. Right. And usually mm -hmm. whatever somebody's coming to see me with, it usually shows up in one of their chakras or more. <laughs> I guess you almost always know. So, so is that what you call the centers of the energy? Those are your chakras, right? Yeah. Chakras or some okay. people call them chakras and there are many more than seven energy chakras. Okay. There's a color associated with it. There yeah. is, um, what do I want to say? So you go right from your root chakra right up to your crown chakra. I really believe that human beings are meant to live in balance. In a perfect utopia, we would be in balance. And I think that that's why on this planet, we have hot, we have cold, we have dark, we have light, right? And when we're in perfect balance, including very grounded, yeah. I'm sure Michelle's mentioned that, as well as we're connected to whatever your belief system is. Yes. Um, mine is God, doesn't have to be God, could be the universe, could be... Lots of people don't even believe in anything. And you know what? I don't get into that. That's your belief system. That's who you are. So with Crystal Reiki, I'm basically going up to the history. I'm going to check your chakras with, hang on, it not this one, but it doesn't matter, with the pendulum. Okay? So I can't, oh, we got Latino Psychic Visions, one of our other shows here from the network. So welcome guys. We got Roger and Faith here. He said hi. So um, so I have I don't have a vested interest, thank God, because I'm gonna show you something with pend pendulums. I'm gonna ask this to move back and forth. Yeah. Now I'm gonna ask it to stop, just so you know, because if I had a vested interest, I could move this. I'm gonna ask it to go in circles. I haven't used this one much. Usually it swings big bigger. Stop. 
So my whole point is if I had a vested interest, that's why I don't use a pendulum for other things, but with right, crystal, right. I just want to find out what's going on. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask this pen. I don't use this one. This is a newer one, but I would ask it to show me yes. And it's going to move a certain way. And then I'll say, thank you. Uh, show me no. So it's going to do that. I'm going to ask it to show me basically, um, I'm not going to have a lot of an answer. So maybe, so it's, this is my maybe. Okay. So I know these signs and I have a particular pendulum I use for crystal Reiki. So yeah. I'm going to go, I call it my gingerbread man. It's a drawing. I'm going to go through with your permission and check each one of your chakras and ask them to sh your chakra to show me whether it is balanced, imbalanced, or just kind of status quo, if you will. Yeah. And by that, mark it down. And I'm sorry, it's taking longer, but basically I will go through each one intuitively and with different crystals, with working with your guides and mine, I will use different colors and I have what's called a wand. I should have pulled all this stuff out before we went live and straight over That's here, okay. That's okay. I'm learning so much. <laughs> an ethically sourced antler from a friend of mine with uh, crystal quartz at the end. And I will either direct energy in or direct energy out as well as use whatever intuitively I feel in the way of symbols for you from the crystal Reiki symbols. And we're basically, the goal is to balance your chakras. So once I go through them all, I will then um, check them all again to make sure once I've done all that work, make sure that you're in balance. Mm -hmm. And then I check your aura or your energy field for people that don't believe in an aura call it personal space, if you will. Somebody that you don't know well steps too close into your personal space. What do we do? Back up right away. We can yeah, feel that. Yeah. That's your aura. So wherever our joints are, maybe we're going to have a problem starting that we're not aware of, or maybe we've got a really painful spot. It could be anything. I'm going to go through, if I got my selenite, well, here's one of my selenites here. My room's full of crystals. Um, I wouldn't use this one per se, but I would go with selenite down your aura on each side. And down the middle, and I'm going to seal any cracks or holes or anything like that that I'm picking up. And, and the pendulum, I check it first, so I will know yeah, yeah. a hole. Then I ground all your energy, and that's the end of it. Then I tell you to please take care of yourself that night and that day, whenever it is. Drink lots of water, baby yourself, be good to yourself, get a lot of rest, because we're going to be moving a lot of energy. Yeah, and believe yeah. it or not, it really makes a difference. So tell us what are some of the benefits. So let's say for somebody like me who's um, not necessarily stressed out with client work, but just stressed out with time and balancing everything, what would be the benefits for somebody? Because I can tell that a lot of entrepreneurs are probably going to be in the same spot. So what does that moving of energy do? I'm just okay. I'm trying to appeal to the people that have no idea what, what this does. So it depends where the blockages are, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm already feeling intuitively, not that I would tell somebody till I would check them. But for you, I keep feeling like it might be solar plexus. That's kind of where we make a lot of executive decisions and stop. You know, yeah. <laughs> Also feeling a little bit in the root chakra, right? That's where we feel safe. We feel secure. Like I said, I would go through them all with the balance. And this is going to sound really woo-woo. Okay. I love woo-woo though. It's okay. But some people may not, right? Okay. But then maybe that's not this, you know, the platform for them. I'm just trying to show Even people going that. Back to Eastern medicine, there's a reason. Yeah. Like, it yeah. works because we have what are called key or chi lines. Like mm -hmm. I said, I believe human beings are meant to be in balance. I also believe even as a nurse, the human body is perfectly capable of healing itself. But whatever mm. we run into and we encounter, whether that's, it could be a lot of stress, could be a lot of trauma, could be anything like that. But people don't realize how powerful their thoughts and their emotions are. So like there's a real, yeah. and this is said with no, uh, judgment in any way but there is a real emotional component to a cancer diagnosis for example mm -hmm. a lot of mm -hmm. emotion gets stored and people don't either deal with it or maybe they don't remember that they've dealt with it as a child right mm -hmm. so this mm -hmm. can say help i'm not saying i'm going to cure cancer that's not what i'm saying but it no no but the emotions of it that's a lot for your body to handle and i'm always a really big believer so the reason why i love kind of intertwining the show with all kinds of things and all kinds mm -hmm. of entrepreneurs is because i genuinely think that science teaches us 
which again, facts, mm -hmm. um, everything is connected. So <laughs> yeah. that works for not just the physical, that works for the spiritual, for your mind, like for look at how a hundred years ago, mental health wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's a thing, you oh, know, like now. everybody, yes, like now it's a thing and it's, we're just learning so much. And I feel like it would be very, oh, so oh, well, what I wanted to add, I don't mean to cut off, well, just, yeah. I, I just came to me now, you would ask me, how could people use this from a business perspective? Yeah. Maybe your business keeps failing. Maybe yeah. you're not making the money you want to be able to make. Um, am I saying I'm going to cure all this? No, but sometimes we can get to the root of that. Cause the other thing I use that is not part of crystal reiki but i will use it with it together in my practice and it's called it's mm -hmm. right over there it's called the secret language of your body by ina Segal, and mm -hmm. she goes through emotions that contribute to a lot of disease processes so she goes through every part of the body she goes through a lot of the disease processes that we that we run into and she teaches people how to heal it with this book Mm -hmm. So, for example, mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about our friend Carrie Lynn, who's on, I think, it, is it Friday afternoon? It's Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, yeah, the spirit switchboard. Switch yeah. Okay, so she did a cord cutting session on Friday night, and I just happened to be talking to her right after, and I went to it. It was powerful, okay? Mm -hmm. But somebody was asking about something called Raynaud syndrome. And we were, does anybody oh. know what the spiritual significance was? I knew because spirit gave it to me. So then we looked it up afterwards and a lot of it was associated. So what I'm saying is wow. a lot of things that we're going through, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, energetically, whatever you may, may think there's a, there's usually some type of physical reaction is what I'm saying. And yeah. the whole point of doing this is kind of getting you back into balance and alignment. It's kind of difficult to explain until you experience yeah. it, but yeah. Usually what I'm trying to say where I'm going with this, sorry, but so much going, I'm not hearing voices, you guys, but I do hear my guts, is that there's usually like Raynaud syndrome, for example, people may not have heard of that, but what it is, is people, their hands, like if they encounter cold or whatever, their hands will go completely white and very painful. Mm -hmm. It's almost goes hand in hand with a lot of cases of things like lupus, for example. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we look at why would your hands go cold and white? Like why basically the blood vessels are closing off, right? So what spirit was giving me, there's also a component to the personality. You could be very closed off. You could be putting walls up around you. You could yeah. be quite cold. With, you know what I'm saying? So our body... Yeah. It's mind it's over matter. It's mind over matter, right? But our body is telling us, our body will tell us kind of what's going on. Like just what you mentioned about the stress that you're going on and physical, like, like trying to get things done, right? And balance. So say you go into a meditation where your brain is quiet and you can ask your body, your body will answer you. It's just, sorry, I'm looking mm -hmm. over here at you. I should be looking here. Yeah. Your body will tell you what is going on with you. And it doesn't matter whether it's a mental health issue, what, um, maybe you're feeling really stressed, maybe you're feeling really stuck. If you're able to quiet the mind, even for a minute or two, just taking a couple deep breaths and then quietly ask within the mind's eye, unless you don't care if there's people around listening, ask them, your body, why am I feeling stuck? Mm -hmm. Why mm -hmm. am I feeling stressed? I, I kid you not, you will hear the answer. Most people will think it's a coincidence or they're crazy or whatever, or just yes or no questions, your body will answer it. The problem is, I think, like, well, I 100% agree. I 100% agree. And the reason why, um, like, I'm, I was always a bit of a skeptic, which really helped because I was more in, like, a research role mm -hmm. when I when I was interested in this kind of stuff and I was in the, right. um, you know, um, just learning about it. And it, it helped because I did a lot of research. But the moment that I started to put the pieces together as a, as a skeptic way back when was when... I was talking to a naturopath. So naturopaths are, you know, you, you as a nurse know that in the MD world, if you're not an MD, you're not a doctor, right? Like that's kind of like what everyone. My sister-in-law's went in Southern Ontario, a naturopathic doctor. Yeah. But you yeah. know what I'm saying? There's people that have this like blockage of like, oh, you're not a doctor because you're not an MD. I disagree. Um, I see the value of all kinds of doctors and specialists. So um already like going to a naturopath it's like oh it's about you know supplements and eating right but 
what I wanted to to point out was, first of all, I don't I don't agree. I think they all have very different areas of specialty, and I do think that we can learn from um, non traditional Western medicine. Like, mm-hmm. no, so, sorry, like we we need to like look outside the box. We are not the only people that practice medicine. So the, this this ND was telling me that my body was telling me when it was hurting, not because of the foods that I was eating. So the foods that I was ingesting, the first thing you think of is like, oh, well, I'm not getting a stomach ache, so I must be fine. I must not be allergic or I must digest it well. And she said, no, your body tells you in so many different ways. She's like, you get headaches, don't you? And I was like, how the hell would you know? Right. Mm -hmm. But like, she was right. I got headaches. She's like, do your wrists hurt? And I was like, pardon? And she's like, yeah, she's like, your joints, your joints tell you. So there are so many ways that your body communicates with you already in a day-to-day basis that we don't listen to because we're very like, I don't want to say closed-minded, but like if you're eating something, you're thinking of, am I digesting it? And it's, it's your stomach, but it's not just that. It's your headaches. It's, do you get dizzy? Do your joints hurt? Um, do you feel a lack of energy? Like you, all you have to do is listen. It's the same thing that you're saying with, with, um, you know, moving energy and um, taking taking a breather, taking the time to kind of breathe through what you're going through, you will know the answer. You just have to listen. And it's that part that I struggle with is I don't know, is it just me talking to myself in my head? Or am I actually receiving some information from my own? Okay, okay, so I'm going to have to that. First of all, what I want to say to you, one of the first things you learn in this field, and at first I used to be the same thing, like, what the heck does that mean? Mind, body, spirit, right? But it's true. Connecting and having them all connected. Now, if you want to know that inner voice that we all have, whether it's ego, as we hear, and you can look up Freud and get into all this deep mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. and you'll hear practitioners like myself that, that'll say, you got to banish the ego, get rid of the ego. Well, there is no way to get rid of the ego, no. first of all. So you embrace it all. You know, there's That's what makes us human. It makes That's us what human. makes us human. There for a reason. That's why we have it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, Agreed. As much as we want to banish it. So say you hear that inner voice, okay? Or maybe you ask yourself a question. And I always tell people, you have guides around you, you have angels, you have ascended masters, you have all kinds of beings, whether you know they're there or not, and whether you believe in them or not, they believe in you. So what I always teach people, first of all, is you want to know about these things. And what have you got to lose? That's what I always say. What have you got to lose? If something you're doing right now is not working and you are not getting the answers, what have you got to lose to give it a try? And, you know, like say something like this energy work right? You're not going to be drinking poison. You're not going to be taking drugs, (laughs) right? What have you got to lose? Right. So the way to tell the difference with this voice is set something out for yourself that, or, or say, say you give yourself a day and you're going to listen to everything that inner voice tells you. I mean, obviously if it's crazy stuff, you're not like, um, I would hope nobody (laughs) in their voice is going to say, go run out in the middle of traffic, but you know what I mean? Right, right. Those are called intrusive thoughts and we all have them. So we do. So thank you. We all have them. We just need to think. (laughs) Okay. So where I'll go with this, say that inner voice is you're hearing a suggestion. It's not going to tell you to do something. It's going to give you a suggestion, but it's going to be meant maybe for your highest good or somebody else's high is good yeah. and it's going to be loving. Okay. So we're not going to positive. Be, yeah. Yeah. Positive. We're not going to be listening okay. to intrusive thoughts, no. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. What if you gave yourself permission to just listen to that voice and see, yeah. and then take note of what you did. Okay. Take note of, because I guarantee you, especially if you ask for it and you can just even think this like, and I know it sounds crazy, but what have you got to lose, right? So you give yourself the permission to follow it. And you even for an hour, if you want and see what happens. Yeah. And then maybe the next day, you give yourself permission, I'm not going to follow a thing that my inner voice tells me to do that's meant in the same way, positive way. And take note of the things that happen. Okay. And as you start to do this, you're going to start seeing things that are evidential proof, I call, and people are going to say, well, that was just coincidence. That was just this. That was just that. That was just a fluke. That was the more and more it happens, and the more and more you take note of it, the more and more you start realizing, hmm, something 
I also think, yeah, and I also think that there's a misunderstanding that these things happen without your control, and that's not true. And I love that you say that they give you suggestions because you still ultimately have to make the decision, right? So the when I say tells you what to do, that's a concern. That's either your ego or what. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I just mean that's how I sort of kind of figured it out on my own too is if it's a it just pops in my head and it's a viable uh, solution or whatever but then I was like oh I was thinking of doing this but oh this sounds better and then I do and make that decision um it's no longer like I it's like a synchronicity right like "Hmm, could it be coincidence if you believe in coincidences sure um but it, it could also be you your help your spirits, whatever you want to call them, giving you um, those suggestions. But ultimately, it is up to you to listen. So that's what I mean by the listening part is like not just hear it because you don't hear it like you hear us talking. You just get the information and it's up to you to listen as in to either follow through or make another decision. That's really great advice for somebody that's just kind of like dipping their toes in this. Then I was going to ask one more question is um because we have like three minutes here I know. Um, <laughs> we could talk forever what well, if if anybody's considering having their own business in this industry what would be one piece of advice that you would give them uh one do a lot of research take a look at beyond first of all sit down with a plan and what do you hope to accomplish with this business who's your target audience who are you hoping to work with even if you're already starting things but you're not quite really doing really well you're kind of all over the place what do you want to do what's your goal what's your mission statement what do you hope to accomplish with this and even though you may have a target audience still take note of say if you're going live or you're doing things take a look at what your your dynamic of people that are there is it mostly male is it mostly female can you and a lot of times you can get into stats and stuff with your social media apps and but take a look at who you're who's listening to you yes yeah. listening to you what do they yeah. want from there, the other thing I would really suggest is do a lot of research, take a look at uh, a lot of people, especially my age group, don't realize the value of social media and what different areas yeah. are. Be yeah. careful with your name because you know what? And I'm not I'm not crapping on anybody with this, but everybody's a coach nowadays. <laughs> I was just saying that the other day. Everybody's I actually, a coach. Everybody's a coach. I was. So. I. I have. If anybody needs any referrals for people that I personally worked with, I have names of wonderful people that have actually helped me and my clients. So yes, there are a lot of people out there that are just starting. I am not a coach. I am somebody who strategizes and does right. So I'm the planner and the doer. If you want advice on your business or whatever, I have a ton of people that um, I trust, but you're right. Every These days, everybody is a coach or everybody is a consultant, but no, no like concrete information on what you're consulting. And part of that is because people have a hard time niching down, right? This is why I'm saying your industry is already so particular. You are also able to niche down on some very specific services. So I think it's very smart mm-hmm. Well, you said, watch your audience, who's responding to what, and that's how you can put your offers in place, right? And be clear with yourself what you hope to accomplish with your yes. business. Yes. Because I've really pared down now, like I do all these things at the beginning, and I used to have all these different offers for all these different things. No, I just offer an hour service here, or it's Crystal Reiki, because I know I'm going to pull in all of those things. That's right. Anything could be pulled in during a session. That's right. Simplify. Yeah, so definitely we call it niching down. You're a hundred percent right, and um, that's really good advice for somebody like you who's already been in the business for so long. So this has been really great. (laughs) Uh, We could talk forever, but unfortunately, we have to. You're coming on my show, so we can. I know, I know, we can talk more. (laughs) So. Um, thank you so much for coming, Laura Lee. Um, you guys thank can find you. Laura Lee on YouTube at the Angel Rock with Laura Lee Potvin, and um, you're also on Facebook at the Angel Rock, right? I am, and yes. I'll be live tonight here at six o'clock. And I had a guest cancel, so we are having open discussion night. So we're gonna have lots of fun. We always do. Amazing. And I'd love to involve you as part of the audience. So thank you. Yes, for I will. Me. I will be there. Um, and can you remind us again when we can catch? So this is the Angel Rock at six p.m. on Mondays Eastern Time. When when is your other show on? 
Uh, the thing at the foot of the bed is a new show. I um, had a concept I worked on with a good friend of mine that's a spiritual medium. And we answer many of the questions, spiritual questions we talked about tonight, Thursday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Very nice. Thank you so much. Um, everybody go follow and you can get into contact with Lorley through her Facebook page. If you have any questions about the services that she offers, I highly recommend. Um, and thank you so much. We are going to see you guys next Monday. Um, thank you so much for, uh, to the people in the chat room. A big thank you to the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network. And just a heads up, I believe um, there are uh, the nominations are coming up. I forget what they're called. Um, Laura Lee, you'll probably know. Are they for the podcast awards? Like for I the choice so. podcast so. awards, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've been told to let everybody know that there's going to be nomination links going around for the podcast awards. If you guys like any of our shows on the network, please go ahead and vote. Um, this will definitely help with our audience. So uh, thanks again. And we will see you guys next Monday. Thank you.